Hey everybody, welcome to Continue Watching. My name is Antone. And this is Tyler. And I'm Trey. And today we are watching Mindhunter. Mindhunter is a Netflix original, uh, a 10 episode long series, if I can remember that correct. Uh, they've been kind of floating things between 8 and 10 episodes, I've noticed. So I kind of get confused here and there, I can never remember. Uh, but it's not too long, uh, around like 45 to an hour long minute episodes uh pretty great uh it's uh, real interesting so let's go ahead and jump to that description mind hunter follows two fbi agents as they develop and uh start the behavioral part of the fbi bureau which is the groundwork for shows like criminal minds and stuff like that and this is based on real events too this isn't fiction this is only kind of fictional yeah, so it's like, um, it's not based on an exact true story, but just pieced together based on true events, right? Like, yes. these are actual um, serial killers that have been caught yeah. in the past. Yeah, so serial killers are real, and they used all of their, their dialogue was developed off of the real-life tapes that the FBI took interviewing them. Yeah. So the, the realest part by far is the serial killers. Um, I listened to the book about this too just to see how close it was and almost not even <laughs> um <laughs> when is it ever this one was way more dramatized but I, I thought it was done really well in its dramatization sweet mm. so my first impression i just kind of wanted to jump that out there uh i had a hard time picking up at the beginning of the show uh it took me uh, around episode two to two uh to three before I really got into it, it was a slower start for me. But once I actually started really getting invested into the story, it definitely kept me hooked throughout the rest of the series. Yeah, I, uh, for me, it was just it's a story about how they came up with the name serial killer. That's all it is, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What were they calling them? Spree killers? Yeah. I it was, what, series killers? Yeah, I think it was a uh, series killers. Fucking stupid, dumb nerds. It was good. Um, we kind of talked about this. I brought it up before the call, but it came really close to not being as good. Uh, I'm glad that I can't remember any of the characters' names. The female um, that was mm -hmm. added to the team. I'm glad that she was lesbian. Oh. Because I thought it was going to be like a romance, and I'm very glad that they didn't do that. I felt I like it would have cheapened the characters. I think that's good, I, yeah. Uh, well, I like it because it's that, it's that one-sided thing where it kind of just keeps showing you that Holden's a bit of an ass. Yeah. So I, I, I did like that. But yeah, if she, like, I was a lesbian, but now I love you, I'm with you, it would have made it way worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have been pissed. I would have been bad. But uh, I can tell you my absolute favorite part was Ed Kemper. Mm-hmm. Played by our old friend, um, hey, what's his uh, name? Hazel. Yeah, the dude who played Hazel. Yeah, Cameron Hazel. Britton. Hazel from Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Which I we I mentioned that um, <laughs> in the Umbrella Academy, and I completely forgot until I saw him again. I'm like, holy shit, that's a <laughs> that's Hazel, right? <laughs> he does. He was like, he I thought was the best part. Because what a uh, what a gross like ah uh, he did such a good job of seeming so 
Serial killery. <laughs> he, so he's got that evil. murder vibes. <laughs> not, not evil, just just unsettling. Just naughty. <laughs> just wanted to go give him a spanking for being naughty. It's kind of fucked you, up, dude. Why are you being gross? I'm just picking up what I feel like you're putting down. It's making me a little uncomfortable. Uh, well, it's too bad I'm not six foot ten, then I guess. I'm sorry I can't be what you want. I feel like you're projecting. Dude, I just want to look at women's shoes. Women's fashions. <laughs> that that part did kind of make me laugh. I feel like I think the only thing I didn't like about this show, um well, let me reword it. The only thing that I saw in this show that I was like Mm, I think that's kind of stupid was I feel like Holden turned into a jackass a little too fast. Hmm. That's just what I think for me. It kind of happened too suddenly. Maybe I just wasn't reading the signs, but it's just like flipped a switch and he's like, Hey, I'm a big giant prick. Fuck you. See, I thought he just was a piece of shit. He just didn't have the chance to act on it. That makes sense. Yeah. And I just might not have seen it, but I was really hoping that because they're showing at the beginning of each episode, they show that one guy with the glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that he would kill someone. He did. He's the bind torture kill. He's the BTK killer. No, like someone of the main characters. Oh. Yeah. Like his girlfriend or. When she was feeding the cat, the the other lady, I was thinking, oh, maybe she's going to get killed. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish know. I wish that they would have given that storyline a little bit more progress in season one, because just the fact that you see him like here and there in season one with no real anything else is kind of. Uh, strange I guess <clears throat> I mean because you definitely easily pick up on what's going to go on with that um, but I wish there was just a little bit more in season 1 about it which I mean definitely makes me want to watch season 2 uh, a little bit more so I can figure out what the fuck is going to go on with that Hmm. I want to watch season 2 just because of Tench I liked him I really like the actor that plays Tench he uh, he's always just a background character actor, you know. Mm-hmm. But he was in Fight Club as like the main lieutenant guy. That's true. Yeah, the mechanic I'm... is what it's listed as. His character's name. Yeah, but uh, I like Bill. T- My favorite thing about Bill Tench is his voice. Like, yeah, it's really good. I wish that dude was a voice actor. He would do such a good job. It uh, and I really felt for him too. I'm glad they didn't make his son like a serial killer. I was worried about that too. I feel like there's a lot of places that this series was like, maybe this is will take it. Maybe we'll go there. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I think the the story of his family is probably the thing I like the most out of <clears throat> the three of them, of the main characters, yeah. is because, <clears throat> sorry, the the whole fact like that his son does have issues, but then you hear the stories of how the son acts when he's not there. And and uh, the wife is like he he dresses up in your ties. He wants to be just like you, but the fact like that he's doing the this type of work that's just so 
damaging to a child like that is uh, really crazy. Can you see that the strain that it's putting on him? Yeah, I wish if I so far, I don't really have anything that I want to change, except I wish that when he said that he wasn't going to go to Atlanta, I think to talk to the shoe guy. I wish it would have showed him like spending time with his son. I accidentally watched into season two. Uh-huh. Because I don't that's my probably my big criticism that I don't feel like this ends on a particularly like big ending moment. But mm. uh he becomes a much better dad. Oh, that's good. You you get to see him interact with his family a lot more. That's like the whole first episode's about. Well, I mean, I saw the first part of episode one of season two, and I mean, I liked it. Oh yeah, little, little guy on the on the door handle. But I do want to talk about um, some of the actors a bit more, though, um, which Oops. I just okay. noticed. Um, Jonathan Groff, the person that plays Holden, um, he's actually been in some things that you probably wouldn't have noticed. He. <laughs> uh, Played Kristoff in Frozen. <laughs> he did? Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell him. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. <laughs> um, did you uh, ever watch Hamilton? I don't know if you guys are into musicals or anything. I've made it a point not to watch Hamilton. I That's tried funny. because of, of um, my wife wanted to watch it. We both didn't end up finishing it, though. But he was in Hamilton. He played um, the uh, king, I'm guessing. I don't remember the characters that well. I just, the only thing I remember about that is the only brief moment I saw of him singing, uh, he spit like all over. Ew. He was into into his character. He did not miss a beat. So good for him, I guess. (laughs) Um, And then the other thing, uh, the girl that, the girl, uh, Dr. Wendy Carr is played by Anna Torv. Uh, which is from a series that I actually really enjoyed. Uh, it was Fringe. You guys have seen that one? You know, I think I saw season one of Fringe. Yeah. See, the- is that with like, <laughs> ooh, is that with like vampires? No, no. So it like it's she's an FBI agent that investigates these weird cases. They like f- call like Fringe science. Like the first episode, a, a plane lands. And everyone is just frozen dead. Like, um, no one's moving, uh, and just solid dead for stuck in place. And weird things happen, and they try to explain it through science, and uh, it, it gets real crazy. It, the season, the series did not end <laughs> in a fun way, though. But overall, mm. other than that last, um, how it ended, Fringe was actually pretty enjoyable up to that point. There's a show that I watched with my uh, friend and old roommate, Rob, where it was kind of like that. It like started out kind of normal, but then like they started looking at supernatural shit. And I was like, this is kind of interesting, but I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. In in Fringe, though, there are some pretty notable people. Um, it's, it includes uh, Joshua Jackson, who is one of the original Mighty Ducks. Um, the mightiest duck. Yeah, and as well, uh, John Noble. Um, you've probably seen it. He's in Lord of the Rings. Uh, he's the one that um, tries to burn his son while he was still alive. 
Oh, yeah. Him. He's in it as well. Who eats the cherry tomatoes like a fucking savage. <laughs> yes. Fuck him. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's the original Burning Man. <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. I have a friend, not to get too sidetracked, but I have a friend, Saxton, who is taking this, like, Lord of the Rings class. Holy shit, dude. J.R. Tolkien is a fucking nerd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh... I was reading this little article about how people used to hate taking walks with him. Because he would stop every 10 feet and just look at stuff like trees or flowers for 10 or 15 minutes. If I had my phone out, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Be like, Take your time, old man. He wrote, uh... You guys have heard of the book Silmarillion, right? I have not, no. It's like a super prequel to the Lord of the Rings series. Hmm. He wrote different versions that changed based on who or like what race or nation would be telling the story, hmm. which blows my fucking mind. Just just like write the book. But like because he was a big fan or a historian of medieval literature mm-hmm. and specifically like the King Arthur tales, they change over time because certain nations or certain groups of people come to power and they're like, yeah, this needs to be changed, blah, blah, blah. And so you have this, these different tales that vary of who's heroic and who's cowardly. And so that's what he did with the giant fucking Silmarillion. The book sucks to read. Yeah. I read it once. I read it because I was told I couldn't and I don't know anything I just read the words. It's it's like almost literally the Bible for Lord of the Rings, Anton. It's it's like and so and so begat so and so and like I was always kind of wondering um how there was always so much background history with uh, Lord of the Rings when there's own um cuz I always thought it was just the three books and the Hobbit. And like everyone's like, oh yeah, so this person created the ring, and this did this, and this this. I'm like, how the hell do they know this? Like, <laughs> like did they just get licensed to come up with this? Or, but I guess that makes Dude, a lot had, more sense. He had boxes and boxes of shit. Like he just couldn't. The way I see it is, he just couldn't stop making up, making like, <laughs> stories and background and shit like that. So <laughs> essentially, the same as Harry Potter with freaking. JK Rowling just can't stop. Except his were like, yeah, good. Oh, I'm not talking <laughs> about like, yeah. Uh, Frodo's um, actually a black woman. Listen, it's it's uh, what happened is that he invented a language and then decided he needed to write back uh, backstory and stories around the people who spoke that language. He made the language first and then invented the elves and the dwarves and all that other shit so they could speak the language he wrote. Nice. It's insane. <laughs> Elven and dwarves have they have a real alphabet. They have real sentence structure and syntax. It's crazy. Wow. My favorite part, my favorite little tidbit that my friend has told me is uh, <laughs> that in Hobbiton or whatever language that is, Frodo Baggins or Bilbo Baggins, his name is Bilba Labinga. <laughs> Bilba Bilba Labingi. Labingi. Labingi, yeah. I want to make a donut store, donut shop called Labingi. <laughs> Everyone and, and just get a, a Bilbo dozen. Yeah, a Bilbo dozen. <laughs> and then get my ass sued. But yeah, that that book is crazy. Also, um, how can I tie this into Mind Hunter? 
That show's crazy. <laughs> Serial killers, crazy, right? <laughs> I found the serial killers the craziest part. Actually, the craziest part I found was Holden <laughs> towards the end where he was like under review for all that shit. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? You can't just like play the game for a little bit so you can go back to what you're doing? Yeah, I feel like that was just so... And I mean, I don't think everyone agrees, but for me, that was like just random. Like, why are you doing this? Because he's the he's the smartest. He's the only one who gets them. Clearly, my Clearly one thing that I think that he did really well, though, is definitely showcase how um, the word uh, kind of like can't really explain it, like how cocky or confident he is, especially like coming out of that interview. He's like the only thing I regret is not doubting my like the only thing I regret is doubting myself or not believing in myself yeah. that much. I was like, damn, that's actually pretty savage right there. Like I yeah, I'm like I'm on his side kinda. Like the FBI just need if he's getting results, they need to shut up. But he also needs to realize that he's could do this differently. Yeah. I I'm not happy. Not happy, Bob. I felt bad for his girlfriend. Why? She was kind of a bitch. I mean, he was a bitch too, but they're just a bunch of bitches, dude. Oh yeah, but she cheated on him. Maybe not like I don't know, sexually, or but definitely there was like it was leading to that. And then he was just like a bad boyfriend. He didn't really listen to her. He didn't. He was just selfish. He was just selfish. Yeah, hundred percent. But they kind of started off on a bad foot. I feel bad for. I don't know. She knew what she was getting into, I guess. Kind of. She should have, but especially at the end when he comes home and he's like, oh, I guess you're breaking. He like goes through the whole thing. He goes, you're breaking up with me. I'll be back for my stuff. I'll call so you can make sure you're not here if you don't want to be. Bye. Mm-hmm. It's like, shit, dude, let her say something in edgewise. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that TV shows do that. They act like, I think Hot Rod has really shown me the best example of like that. parodied where it's just babe babe no babe babe like they say things but they don't do it it's like do you even care (laughs) and i feel like tv shows and movies some of them some of those uh just they do breakups really bad well like if a character's mad oh my god this is us i fucking that show bugs the shit out of me because it does it all the time I never had any desire to watch that show. My wife watches it, and I haven't gotten into it at all. Yeah, I would just watch it when it was on. But it's always like, it's, uh, one character says something like, oh, you're stinky. And then there's says, well, at least I'm not uh, poor like you. At least I'm not a drug addict. And then they just walk away. It's like, that's not how you have a conversation. It is if you want to create false drama and tension. Yeah, Here give me that. Life. Give me that real drama, bro. Seasons and seasons. I I think it's just so fucking lazy. I hate it. It is really lazy. Because it's like, it's almost teaching people that that's how you should react. You should get upset and just walk away. You should just see someone and just see them walk away and be like, oh, oh, oh. I think Make anime noises. <laughs> I think my favorite breakup in anything that I've ever seen is from the movie Fired Up. <laughs> and the... It's a, it's actually really funny. It's one of those uh, kind of like American Pie-ish movies. Um, and the one girl breaks up with her doctor um, pre-med <laughs> boyfriend. And 
they ended up making out right in front of him and he's just he always makes her name into others things her name is carly he's like carly's juniors baby come on carly's bad carla california come on baby (laughs) he do it for like a a good few minutes and then they stop kissing he's like wow the longer this goes this just makes it really sad for you and he punches (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a good one you should watch it if if you're into those kinds of movies I have been recommended fired up before. <laughs> the, there, there's a one move in in it because it's about cheerleading. It's really hilarious, and he's like, it's called like the Fountain of Troy, and the guy's like, it's like, like there's this move is uh, off limits. I even said it in Spanish. How much clearer could I have been? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to find that movie. I own it. I need to figure out where it went. <laughs> I I stole it. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, mate. yeah, get stolen, bro. Bruh. Oh. I, uh, um, I yeah. They would have interviewed Charles Manson and had Manson show up in their story. I think they do in season two because I was looking at um, pictures of Holt McCallie, uh the one that plays Tench, to kind of mm-hmm. see if I can f- uh, recognize any of his other roles. And one of them shows up, and I think they do get to infer. Uh, um, interview manson in season two cool that was my favorite part was like who are they going to interview next because i think and i think most people who do like enjoy the true crime stuff can agree that serial killers are pretty interesting and it was really cool to see them use that information to start solving crimes Mm -hmm. also this uh this show is produced by david fincher our friend who directed the girl with the dragon tattoo oh cool i think you can tell just kind of by the general lighting, <laughs> that's how you know. <laughs> thing is that everything's blue. Yeah, that's actually what I was gonna bring up. <laughs> I I felt like, especially with this, the lighting made it. It kind of matched the uh, the how do I say it time period. It made it feel like I was kind of in the past. Oh, it's cool. That's how I felt. I didn't really think about it that way. I just accepted that it was blue because it's David Fincher produced. <laughs> Also, Charlize Theron, the actress. Those two produced it together. Oh, wow. cool. She's great. I like her. I have no opinion. I've never been disappointed when I watch anything that she's involved with. Most if if I've White noticed movies. she's in it, at least. The Snow White movies. The Snow White ones? Oh, that's, I didn't know that was by her. Again, thanks for uh, changing my point of view. <laughs> she just stars in them. But I I'm agree with you every other way with her. I really like the Italian job. No, that's a good movie. It Atomic good movie. Blonde was really good. Um, and then... I really liked Monster. Have you seen that? I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure it's the same director as Wonder Woman 1984. Um, which I saw a really interesting video about 19... Wonder Woman that why it was actually good. You guys should check out High Top Films. He's pretty great. Yeah, I won't do that. I'll send it your way so you ignore it actively now. Um, but I think it was Patty Jenkins who directed Mon- Anyway, it follows also a serial killer. Um, and it won Charlie Theron an Oscar for Best Actress. Yeah, directed and written by Patty Jenkins. She plays a, a, a serial killer who's a, a truck stop hooker based on a real lady. And the uh, I think it also won for makeup. If you guys want something crazy, look up Charlie Theron from Monster. She put on like 80 pounds or something for the role. Wow. 
like some, and she doesn't even look like the same person. I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, her looks across a bunch of movies are really well done. And she does definitely fits into them too. Like really well. She's not even that hot. She's just super pretty, dude. Like so pretty. I don't think so. You don't think Charlize Theron's pretty? Not really. I'd give her like a, in a personal sense, I'd say she's like an eight. I don't know. She she has a phase that to me says that she's kind of a bitch. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I dig that. I don't know. I don't know if that's sexist, but those like, I don't know. Those people who have a phase, it's like you're kind of, it looks like you might be an asshole behind closed doors. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I I guess I can also see that in in her face but i like it i like her face you want to be stepped on don't you by her yeah <laughs> all right um what if she looked like she did in monster then she really would step on me with like a <laughs> knife a bunch of times i'd have to buy a, a truck stop prostitute and i haven't hit that low in my life yet okay <laughs> i just found out that she was on um the orville or whatever it's called uh, the TV show from Seth MacFarlane about um, space. Oh, yeah. I never <laughs> watched that show. Yeah, well, she was on that. that was, that's interesting. I, uh, I, I had friends who said that was good, but I never watched it. Um, how did you guys like that final scene in the hospital with Ed Kemper when he hugs him? Did I think it was like, played hold, out really a little, well. Holden's a little bitch. How would yeah. you, what would you do? I just accept my fate. <laughs> No way, that dude's way too big and scary. Why? Because he killed women? He also had sex with their neck holes. So? That's terrifying. I don't want him to have sex with my neck hole. How's he going to have sex with your neck hole in the hospital? There was no guards around. I'm sure he's big enough he could have ripped off the head. He's smart enough he could have found some other instrument to make it easier to get rid of, I guess. No. You're right. All I have to, all I have to say about that is the last scene is I don't feel sorry for holding <laughs> right he kind of had it coming yeah but yeah that, and then he's like oh i'm dying i'm dying uh, shut up like, holden you're in a hospital you're not dying <laughs> that was like the most tense part of the entire show for me at least i was like oh shoot <laughs> is he gonna die <laughs> he didn't die that would be crazy if he just did <laughs> <laughs> roll credits <laughs> yeah the end of the season he dies they're like we actually got rid of season two season two is just like uh it was it was a fake season two i don't know they they code netflix so that as soon as you watch the last episode of season one season two disappears <laughs> that would suck what if i want to watch it again what if i want to show somebody sorry all in all i'm glad i wasn't in the fbi in the 60s and 70s I've done some research into J. Edgar Hoover and what an actual nightmare it would be to work for that dude. Just think of the nightmare it would be to live in the 60s or 70s. What? Drugs are free, dude. And you could kill women almost for yeah. free. Yeah, there's almost nothing to stop you. Uh, that's the only good thing about living back in the day. You could just get away with almost anything. Like if you were just a tiny bit smart. Yeah, crime is so much harder now. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe we're just told to believe. They're controlling us? Yeah, they're like, oh my god, we cannot 
crime hasn't gotten any easier to solve. We just need to tell these people it's it's simple. We can we can do all this thing. As NCIS, the TV show is a deep state conspiracy. <laughs> I'm not I'm not in the Navy, so when would I ever deal with the NCIS? I mean, good point, but I don't know. I am glad that uh, I don't have to worry about being serial killed. I'll, <laughs> I'll recognize my privilege. I can admit that exists. Hey, if I get killed, I just hope it's just a one-off. There's no, there was no series. We're all one-offs. <laughs> I'm an original. <laughs> I want to be the catalyst. That's If I have to be killed by someone, I want to be the catalyst. You'll have to inform me what the catalyst is. Like the kill that sets off the series. Oh, fair enough. I don't want to just be like number two, number four. I want to be season three, episode six. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. One that was like, that was a pretty good episode for this series, but not one that people like point out is the number one episode for the season. Yeah. Like a top 25 episode. I would at least. (laughs) I'd at least want my episode to be at least an (laughs) 8.5. There you go. IMDb rating. I want me. I want mine to be high rated, but because of the acting, right? They had no budget, but Tyler Powers did a real job, a good job of getting murdered. Oh, I want it to be opposite. You want to be the murderer? My performance was uh, non-commentable, but everyone else, woo! <laughs> they shot it out of the ballpark, dude. <sighs> I can dig that. Well, if you guys could score this on a uh, uh, one to ten. I'd give it a seven. A seven. Yeah, murder stuff and true crime stuff. It's just not really my thing. I was hoping that you would have liked it more. Anton, I hope you like it more. Yeah, I do definitely like it more. I'd give it an eight. Um, I would name uh, put it higher if it caught me better at the beginning. But, uh, again, once I did get hooked onto it, I enjoyed it throughout the rest of the thing. So I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it a nine now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are you rating it so high? I was going to rate it a 10, but you guys have convinced me that maybe I'm just an asshole. <laughs> You're not an asshole, bud. Nope. It's fine. No, I'd, I'd give it a 9. It was one of those ones that, like I said, it convinced me to buy the book that it's based on to learn more about it. And then I dropped the book because true crime is not really that interesting. When it doesn't have <laughs> that one has like this flair for the dramatic. Yeah. Do you think it's comparable to like watching Moby Dick and then reading Moby Dick. I can tell is you Moby Dick, even a movie. There has been movies. Uh, okay. Ones. Moby Dick. I have watched Moby Dick movie, like an old one. My grandpa showed it to me and I have, uh, I have read Moby Dick and let me tell you that books. Yeah. Like goes into the science of whales for chapters. Yep. It's very in depth, but that's the point. So you can feel like you're a member of the whaling crew. Yeah. I don't want to. Captain Ahab's one of the greatest characters in all of fiction. Better than uh, Moses? That that man parted the Red Sea with his Byakugan. Bakugan, <laughs> however you say it. No. I thought it was a stick. It's Beyblade. Oh, God, I'm such an idiot. I gotta do seven Hail Marys. I thought, he, I thought he did it with his uh, Wabajack. <laughs> Wabajack. <laughs> Sadly, yeah, he did. <laughs> Surprised that's what he got from it, though. <laughs> and we're all stupider for knowing that. 
Oh man. Do you guys? Yeah, I just didn't. Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was just gonna say I just didn't. I don't know that 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 genre doesn't really do it for me. So like I appreciated what it was. I'd probably watch season two for the podcast. Um, I don't think it did anything wrong. I just, oh, uh, people. I don't know. That's just how I am. Sue well, me, dude. <laughs> well, with that being said, um, what are you? What are you guys' opinions on just documentaries in general? Like, um, because I know the only real documentary I, I for sure, for sure, know you guys have seen is because of uh, Tiger King that we've done in a previous episode. <laughs> but do you uh, ever watch any documentaries, either of you? Yeah, I fall asleep to true crime a lot. Yeah, I don't, but I watch others. It's mostly because true crime is all. I like it for the drama. Mm. Reason, like, reason, my... <laughs> yeah. Reason why I ask because uh, there's actually a Netflix series that came out. I'm, I'm that I'm not going to be picking this for a TV uh, series or anything like that. But they released one for the Night Stalker pretty recently, which my wife ended up watching, and she's like almost gave her nightmares. It was so sure crazy. It's a real piece of shit, dude. Like, yeah. Um. I've got really interested in a t- podcast called Time Suck, where it's a, a comedian who does it, and I like his his take on it because he's actually like, "Wow, these people are so effed up." This, this, and this, and he's funny about it. But I like documentaries, not necessarily true crime documentaries. Gotcha. Yeah, I, th- I think there's I'm gonna a, end up watching the the Night Stalker one with my wife here soon. There's a documentary um, that I'm actually meaning to watch if I can remember what it. Its name is um i saw someone talk about it on tiki talk was it about the cecil hotel no okay oh, that's God, i just I can't get away from that <clears throat> okay i just those were the two popular ones that i've heard of lately so i just wanted to <laughs> see if that was it or not it's uh the ringmaster uh agent an aging chef from minnesota has his life turned upside down when a relentless filmmaker from Las Vegas tries to make the chef's onion rings world famous. Hmm. It seems really interesting. Like I just like real, I don't want to sound too artsy, but like really human and like, I don't know, sad at the same time, just from what I heard from the guy kind of talking about it has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Ooh, Check it out, bros. Will do. Have you ever guys watched a documentary now? No. Apparently. <laughs> have you heard of it? No. I so uh, it's apparently um, uh, random episodes of like documentary style, um, but they're comedies. Um, like the, the preview on Netflix, and it's like it's a sign above apples, and it says we agree to be here. <laughs> and it's just like super controversial for the apples or something. So uh, if if you're looking for a, a comedy documentary, watch documentary now, I guess. Hmm. I'll keep note of it. I'll take the recommendation. Yeah, that's two new things to uh to watch. Well, yeah, especially since we oh, likely won't be doing comedies <laughs> really. What we also should watch next is uh I just saw this trailer for an anime. It's called Talentless Nana. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I wish Dude, it would... we should definitely watch that. I, All right. I find, 
I find the trailer and what I've heard about it uninteresting. More on that next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then might as well just make that our next episode. If you want to watch Talentless Nana, you can go ahead and watch that on Funimation. That will be our next episode. So if you have a Funimation account, go ahead and watch it there. Uh, if you are the type of person that um, likes dub, too bad. It's subbed only. So yeah, there you bitch. go. <laughs> well that's pretty much i guess all we have for you today then um don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias we can go ahead and find that uh links to them at anchor.fm slash continue watching that consists of uh facebook twitter instagram um youtube and a couple other things maybe i don't know Go ahead and let us know how we're doing. We want to hear your feedback. Uh, if you have a recommendation for what we should watch, definitely let us know uh, as well. We'll take that into consideration. Um, and yeah. Kayla VK, bye. Sayonara. Talk to us or die. <laughs>